what to do when your partner doesn't love you anymore. This is so important. Why people stay together for the kids, and it's not what you think. Why men are not leading in their home. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. Not so obvious ways to get the sex back. So when you dated your husband in the beginning, did you ever answer the door with your hair all crazy? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. I want to just start before we get too far into this. I want to start with something that is going to probably blow most of your minds. So many people come to us, unfortunately, with divorce papers. She's already out of the house or he's already out of the house. Um, you guys are living in different rooms, completely checked out, however it is. And of course, a lot of you are still in the same room and coasting. Okay. Listen, your mind goes in a fearful state, no matter which one of these negative outcomes you're in, goes into the divorce state, the fear-based state, the failure state. Fear about what the kids are going to see. Fear about not seeing your kids. It's all fear, 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 fear if I'm good enough. There's all, it's all fear, anxiety, insecurity surrounded by all the bullshit that's not solving the problem. So the first thing that I want to do before we really get into this anymore, anymore, that's because I just read the heading, before we get into this further, is to understand, unfortunately, most of us got together, married, unmarried, living together, having sex, and all of these things transpired before you had a marriage certificate. So get out of the fear state. And where it could be when it's over, where you're gonna have divorce papers. Okay. I'm not condoning getting, we wish we would have saved ourselves. We wish we would have, you know, done it all in the right order. The reality is most of us didn't or don't. Okay. And if you're listening, God bless you, you get it right. Um, if you did it right. So <laughs> but what I want you to understand is that on a whole, most people don't do that. And so Get out of the fear state when it comes to thinking about how far it's going to go and what the divorce looks like. None of this is going to help you when your partner doesn't love you anymore. The second thing that I want to make sure that we talk about today is this. It doesn't matter. This is exactly when, like when you think, I'm the only one trying. And this is the real key. When you think what to do when my partner doesn't love me anymore, you think it's hopeless because you're the only one trying. I want to talk about that today because it's it's an anchor. It's slowing you down and it's holding them back. The feeling of being hopeless? Yes. Yeah, major mindset shift needed if that's what you're thinking because then you're just going to end up spinning your tires because you're doing one thing, but you're telling yourself that you can't do it. You're telling yourself it's not possible, mm -hmm. right? And the reality is this. One of the reasons that we've gone super viral and we've helped so many people in such a short time is simple. We are open and honest about the fact that we're not dumb. We recognize looking back that one of us was in and one of us was out. And that most people are worried about what everybody else thinks, including their partner, is, a, is the first point. So you got to make sure you look like, in quotations, that you're in. Okay? And also... One of you potentially is on the line where you don't want to admit failure. So if your partner is the one that ends it, you get to say, I tried. All of this is messing with you when you think you're the only one trying. Because at the end of the day, I didn't make shit like this up. Maybe you can help me with some of this stuff. But cliches like um, kill them with kindness. 
like you that's a real thing that people say and understand because i didn't it, make it up because it works because it's real and it works if you're nice all the time you're not being defensive you're not contemptuous you're not saying things under your breath you're not shutting down and hiding man or woman you're showing up as the person you are proud to be and you're kind mm -hmm. you're full of gratitude you're loving i don't care if your partner's not in and you're the only one and they just don't love you anymore they're checked out why because it's true kill them with kindness they can't be mean if you're always nice eventually they have to look at themselves and go oh fuck, i'm kind of an asshole eventually because and eventually. Re remember though they actually can be mean when you're trying to be nice of course and being aware of that and standing strong in your kindness when your partner is acting like a psychopath is one of the key components to making this work because i like how you said psychopath obviously thinking about my old days <laughs> both of us acted like psychopath actually but but yeah when you start to be really kind and empathetic and validating and you show gratitude all the things that i preach every time i get on this podcast i say the same words because that's how simple it is it's not easy it's, i always say you're not living life in a vacuum you're with other people it's going to make it difficult but when you can stand strong in that kindness when your partner is acting like a psychopath like i said you need to remember, don't get on the crazy train, go back and watch other episodes because they are going to be mean. It doesn't change overnight. So it's going to take time for you to be able to stand behind this new kindness, probably for your partner to believe it. And then for your partner to realize that you're being so kind that they need to reflect on their own behavior and say, wow, I'm a little bit of a lunatic. Let, let me, let me give you a practical understanding of this. So when Catherine didn't believe me because of the probation, right? I had to be kind. I couldn't, be violent, scream, anything, or else I'd go to jail, right? Cops were called, I'd go to jail. So she didn't believe me. In that, you found opportunity to sort of uh, take your turn, maybe, to be a little bit. Yeah, I lashed out a little bit. A little bit of lashing out, yeah. okay? But there's only so long. Now, I did not do it perfect back then. I did not have the skills that I have now. But the attempt to be there when she did not love me anymore, she was not in. She she was really, and by the time we get a little further in the journey, you hear and you see that she like, she wanted to do it maybe just so that I, she didn't have the fear of me taking the kids or because she wanted to honor her commitment and oath, right? But not because she loved me and wanted to be with me. And these are the because things- Because he was a- I was an a-hole. <laughs> I was gonna say so, psychopath, but- Psychopath, sure. <laughs> um, I, well, you know, there, there were psychiatrists and drugs involved at some point to try to regulate this stuff, but prefer to go with a-hole you know <laughs> but there is a reason it, i just think it's funny to use the word psycho it, it, it is well it, yeah there's a reason it let's wasn't just say an actual diagnosed psychopath come on obviously i'm alive no so. i had conditions yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's a reason i'm Cass and not ryan anymore but anyways what i want to challenge you today is this you see if you think about how your mind can go down all these negative paths this fear-based state that i'm talking about um, really, you know, the, the, it's the desire to feel love. In the last episode, we talked about your needs, to feel like your needs are being met, that they will want to be there for you. If you can kind of just let go of this shit and understand when your partner isn't on board, you are typically not responding in a way that's going to invite them back in. In fact, what you'll do is the exact opposite. You'll push them away. And subconsciously, that might be because you want to be able to say, hey, you suck. You quit. Not me. Right? Take the easy way out. But even consciously, you're doing things knowing that you shouldn't do them. 
And one of the biggest things that I like to always reference is the big following on social media who loves to comment about how their partner, nothing works. Nothing is happening. Their partner just keeps doing this. Their partner keeps complain, doing that. Complain, My complain. partner is a narcissist. My, listen, I've said it before and we're saying it again. You sound like the narcissist right now. I spent an hour on a phone call with a guy trying to see if he was a good fit for the program. And he actually, full transparency with the audience here, he hates me. He freaking hates me. Only got on the call because his wife believes in what Catherine and I preach. Thinks that I'm manipulating. How dare you say a woman should do job sex? I'm like, I say they shouldn't do job sex. Like he's got his own belief system going on. He's in his own reality, right? That was his first example. And he had no more after that, by the way. But anyways, he spent the whole call. Baby, he was just gaslighting his wife. Full on talking about her being a narcissist. Didn't take any responsibility. And I'm talking like, I'm good at getting the questions out there to pull in like what they're truly feeling, the pain that they're feeling, to understand if they can be helped. And all he wanted to do is say he can't be helped because my wife is mean. My wife is the problem. My wife is never going to fix anything. I do this, this. So I'm like, well, but you shut down. You told me you shut down. Do you think that that's a good quality of an adult, let alone a man? You're not having a conversation? You said you withdraw. You said that you have tried this, but then you've said these silly things and this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He acknowledged it and then blew past and blamed the wife. Listen, if your wife's not into you anymore, it sounds to me like maybe you're not into your partner anymore. So now you have to dig deeper into you. Go. I was going to say with this whole blame game thing, do you think that it's just coincidence that we talk about Cass when he was Ryan and all these problems that he had and how crazy he acted and all these things. And I thought everything was his problem. Do you think it's coincidence that when I, when I addressed my own behavior, that's when things changed? So, oh snap! As crazy yeah, as he yeah. was, and he admits it, he he was he was abusive. He was quite in his own delusions. It, like it was, I use the word crazy. I should be more sensitive to that, probably. No, I'm good now, but yeah. I just mean yeah. even for other people. Like I don't, you know. Anyway, anyway, as bad as he was, when did things change? When I stopped pointing the <coughs> finger at how bad my husband was, and I started to address my own things, which, if you were to compare them. I did not hold a candle Nothing. to my husband, Nothing. but our relationship changed when I looked at the things that I could fix that I had no idea had the power to hold my husband up to where he needed to be. Beautiful. Let, let, let's, let's just really tie this to the title. What do you do when your partner doesn't love you anymore? Listen, I was doing my damnedest and I had a lot of work to do because I was a narcissist, abuse, severe, by the way, if you don't know the story, Okay. Now I'm managing self-aware. You know, we thought anger management, 14 years of therapy, the anger management was, was court mandated. Courses, books, most of the good education, books, courses, coaches, true experience with change with us was all after Catherine started showing that she was interested in more. Why? Well, I tried a lot and it didn't reach her. And now again, we, we would we have a different journey for you because we didn't know shit back then. Okay. But when I said to her, listen, I'm not that guy anymore. When I'm tired of being, because I knew things were different, and I could feel the reactive pushback. I could feel her fear and her holdback. I could, and again, I didn't have things like, you know, showing up as who was I was gonna be proud of and leading and all this stuff. But anyways, at that moment. It didn't take long. That's when you enrolled in your first course and you were like, who can I be? What's the, and that's why you talk so passionately about women in their own power can change so much. So much. You so have much. no idea. I had my psychotic 
moments in the marriage reacting to my husband, but I, I'm, I, I, I firmly believe I was like 10% of the problem. And I will tell my wives, you have to be at least 40%. So I'll take 40%. You know, there's, it's never 50, 50, but somewhere between 40 and 60. So I wasn't actually 10%, but that's what it felt like. It yeah. felt like 10%. So for that 10% and I'll go back to 40, but for for you to have the smaller piece and for you to be able to make those changes and then all of a sudden things turn around. Hello. Wanna, it's so powerful. I want to be super clear because the power of this is this important. Okay. When you make changes, you're doing it because you initially start with, I want them to love me again. I want to avoid this divorce. I want to keep my family together. You're changing for your partner. So when you start to realize that you can change for you, then this is like this, you give and you start receiving thing. Okay. And you just give, give, give. You just show up as a person you're proud of. Will that change everything? No. But at some point, after inspiring, leading, maybe an ask or an invite or a few, there's a patience formula there, but at some point, you will potentially have to lay a boundary on you, okay, which is where I don't even actually recall because I wasn't doing things right back then. So I don't know what I call it, the invite or boundary where Catherine started doing work on herself. So I want to be really, really clear. That's when it takes two. Now we came together and the relationship changed. Because see, when you started working on yourself and you started showing me the kind of, well, the, I'm just going to call it the attention that a man needs, okay? That's when I went the next steps. That's when I started to learn more. And you hit the nail on the head, honey. It was when I started making the changes for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I, in the entire marriage, was trying to change myself to adapt to his emotions, his needs. Right. And that didn't work. I was trying to be who I thought he needed me to be. When I shone the light on myself and I looked at what can I actually change? Who do I really want to be? No matter who he needs me to be, who do I need myself to be? Then I became the woman that he needed. Yeah. And we'll end this, but I just want to leave you with this point, unless you have anything to add on to it. But it is our absolute hope, our prayer that we would save your marriage. Okay. At the end of the day, if you are proud of who you are, you love the new you, like, I'm just going to use a simple one. Most people don't know how to communicate. How do I know? Because you get defensive in an argument. That's it. Disagreement. Okay? Own that shit right now. You don't know how to communicate if that's what you do. By the way, we still work on it. Everybody should always work on that. So now, who do you want to be? Well, I don't want to be defensive. Not with my spouse. Not with my children. Not with somebody at work. I want to understand where they're coming from. Why? Because the more you understand, show empathy, compassion, you give, you will receive. Don't do it because you want something. It just happens. Okay? And what happened in our marriage is simple. Then we both got really good at doing the same thing. And naturally, we came together. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. Different yes, intentions. Different intentions. All right, guys. We're going to let you go. On the next one, though, we do want to talk about, it came up about how do you find the right coach, therapist, course, whatever. came up after we talked about why we don't hang, why we won't hang out with you in that episode. So check that one out, and we'll see you on the next one. We'll see ya.